Hey everyone, this is Aubrey Graham, your host of the Moving Forward podcast, produced by The Feather Online. This episode is titled God in the Unexpected. I will be diving into questions with a special guest, also known as the Fresno Christian Office Manager, Silva Amarian. So how are you, Ms. Amarian? Hi, I'm doing great. That's so good to hear. Um, I just wanted to ask you a first question. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? So before I went to college, my cousin Maggie suggested that anytime I walk into a classroom, I should sit right in the middle of the room. Like, don't sit in the front and don't sit in the back because she said then you'd be surrounded by other students and you'd make friends more easily. And it really worked. That's so smart, actually. Yeah, it was very helpful. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so the first question I kind of just wanted to ask you on this topic is what are some like unexpected things that you that have happened in your life because I looked up the definition of unexpected and it's uh, defined as not expected or seen as likely to happen so what's Mm -hmm. some things that you expected to happen in your life or you thought was the next step in your life Mm -hmm. but it just didn't turn out that way well I had a plan okay I knew in high school that at some point I would get married have kids but that was like way down the line Mm -hmm. so when I started college I had a plan I would go to four years of college, I would work on my you know, education and my career, and then I would meet the guy of my dreams in college, and then we would graduate, and then date for a little while, and then get engaged around 23 or 24, and then I'd be married by 25. Mm-hmm. Like, I had it all laid out, and none of that happened. Like, zero. <laughs> so, um, you know, life takes a different path sometimes, yeah. and that's okay. So, um, did you have seemingly set-in-stone plans that never unfolded, like, in college days like like in terms of like what you wanted to study and like what college you wanted to go to maybe mm-hmm. um I think I picked the right college I went to Boston College oh, and nice. it had a beautiful campus and it had a lot of things I just never knew what I wanted to do I knew all the things I didn't want to do right right I didn't want to do medicine I didn't want to do business I didn't want to do law but I had no idea what I wanted to do so I yeah. took a bunch of electives and I that's my one regret looking back is I just wish I was a little more focused I could have like double majored triple majored right but you know the Lord knew and so I finally landed on communications which mm-hmm. is good because I communicate a lot yes. um, so that did work out even though I wasn't sure where I was going with it mm-hmm. but it did work out yeah, and I know that you're really, like, interested in, like, into fashion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So what kind of, like, opened that door for you? That was something that I picked up when I was in eighth grade. You know, we were selling magazine subscri- subscriptions to raise money for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for class. And so my mom let me pick one, and I picked a magazine called Model Magazine, which doesn't exist anymore. But yeah. um, that really got me into fashion. And so when my communications degree kind of came out, I thought, okay, I can use this for writing. I can use this for speaking. Um and I used that degree to pursue my passion, which was fashion. So I try to combine it both. That's awesome. Yeah, That's so cool it was to hear. Fun. That's yeah. like very unique. I've never really heard of like something mm-hmm. that unique that people have like gone into from communications. Right. So that's awesome. Um, so I just wanted to touch on mm-hmm. James four thirteen through fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such town or spend a year here, trade or make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. Mm-hmm. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little more, for a little time and then vanishes. So I feel like this mist that is referred to in this passage is meaning, it is like symbolizing the plans that we have for our own life instead mm-hmm. of like what Christ has for our life. But he will lead us exactly where he wants us to go. Mm-hmm. And most of the time that's not where we expected our lives to end up. So 
Um, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, were you disappointed when some things you expected to happen at, in like certain seasons of your life or at certain points in your life, like how you're saying a certain age, like mm -hmm. 25, I want to be married, ex mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, were you disappointed when some of that stuff didn't unfold? Yeah, definitely. Nothing went the way I thought it would. I'm a control mm -hmm. freak. I'm like a planner and nothing went the way I thought it would. So I graduated college and I went to Spain for a month and it was so much fun. I came back and my mom got sick. And so a few months later, she got diagnosed. And then eight months later, she was gone. And I never wow. thought at 22 that I would lose a parent. I never thought that I would be an adult without my mom. I never thought I would get married without my mom on my wedding day. Um, it was horrible. It was devastating. It was unexpected. She was young. I was young. She was 49 when she died. I'm oh 49 now. I mean, that's wow. young. And you yeah. don't even realize it back then. So it was horrible. And it just shifted everything but God was there through it. And that's when I really realized, I mean, I was a Christian my whole life, but when my mom died, I thought, okay, I'm either gonna run to God or I'm gonna run away from God. Right. Like, this is it, I'm in the fork in the road, you know? And I chose to run to God, thank God. And, you know, he just carried me through that horrible time. Um, and it's funny because, because of that is why I really got together with my husband. Because oh, really? my husband lost his dad when he was 22. And so even though we were young and silly, like that, connected us on a really deep level because you don't know a lot of people that age who have lost a parent. Yeah. I have friends my age now who still have parents and even grandparents. So that connected us on a really deep level. Yeah. And even then I didn't know that I would end up with him, but that just, we formed a bond over that. And he was in Fresno and I was in Boston and, and it's still, the Lord had a plan. <laughs> so I know that even with the hard times in life, even with those unexpected twists and turns, something really good came out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. so sad to hear. I'm so sorry. Thank you. But I'm glad that it kind of made a turn for the better, that you met your husband and everything. I did. Um, you were saying that um, God showed up in, like, when you turned to God, he's the one that showed up. Yep. So in what ways did you see him show up? Here's the thing. If you're not walking with the Lord, you won't you may not recognize it when he's there. You know, I recognized it with the friends who came by and visited. I recognized yeah. that it was because of the Lord that I had the strength to move forward. And it wasn't easy. You know, when you have the Lord in your life, I think a lot of times people think things are going to be so easy. The path is going to be paved for me. It's not. It's still going to be hard, but you get through it because God is with you. I found my life verse during that really difficult time. And for me, it was Philippians 121, for mm -hmm. to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Yeah, that's And awesome. I knew that if I have God, I have everything. I don't need my mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great to have your mom, but I need God first. Yeah. And with God, even with those giant gaping holes in your heart, you can still get up and face each day because you know that it's just for a time. It's that mist, right? It's fleeting. Yeah. But God is permanent. He's our rock. He's forever. He's for eternity. And mm -hmm. so um, that hope that came from him was the only way that I could move forward. That's such a good word. Yeah, oh my God goodness. Good. So you're saying like how some of your friends, like mm -hmm. some of the friends just showed up for you and those mm -hmm. are like some true friends. How do you think that someone like our age, mm -hmm. high school, college age, how can we be a good friend to someone who's walking through a tough season in life, mm -hmm. maybe lost somebody, mm -hmm. lost a friend, lost a parent, something like that, or just any tough season in mm -hmm. life? How can we be a good friend and show up for the people around us? Yeah. I feel like you guys are going through a lot. It's yeah. such a different time than from when I grew up, and there's different challenges, and some of it's the same. I mean, it's finals week. I feel like you don't always have to have the right words to say. Mm -hmm. People said bonkers things to me <laughs> when my mom died. I'm like, I don't know how that's supposed to make me feel any better. Um, but my friends who just came over, 
You know, my cousin brought us ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was the little things. Yeah. Just the little things. My best friend, Tallinn, she said, Silva, it's okay to feel like you're going crazy. That was so comforting because yeah. I did feel like I was going crazy. <laughs> just So just to hear someone validate that, it was those little things. Just someone who came and sat. Someone who let me cry. Yeah. They didn't have to say anything. There's no right words. There's nothing you can say to someone who just lost a parent, you know, or who's going through something very horrible. There's Sometimes it doesn't feel better to say anything, but just to be there so yeah. that we don't feel alone, you know, that we don't feel abandoned or deserted or forgotten, Yeah. you know? Definitely. So it's not always the words. Sometimes it's just the presence. Just the actions. Actions mm-hmm. speak louder than words. Yeah. I think that also, like, kind of ties into, like, I feel like whenever someone's come to me, like, mm-hmm. like something that they're struggling with, I tried not to like pretend like I know exactly what they're going through. Exactly. I want to be like, I understand I've been there like something like that, which Mm -hmm. maybe I have, but no one's gone through the exact same thing and Mm -hmm. felt the exact same things. Mm -hmm. So the best thing you can do is relate to them, Mm -hmm. but not act like you know exactly what they're going through. Right. Because then that kind of like diminishes like what they're feeling Mm -hmm. in a way because like, oh, I've been there. Like, just do this. Right. Like that's. Or not you make helpful. it about yourself. Right. And it's not about you, it's about them. Yeah. So just letting them be how they are, feel what they're feeling, and yeah. just be in that moment with them. Definitely. And like mm-hmm. just be a listening ear because sometimes people just need to rant. Exactly. <laughs> that's how I am. Exactly. And just get it off your chest. Yeah. yeah. So that's so true. Yeah. Um, another verse is Matthew 24 42. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know what day the Lord is coming. So. This is kind of like diving into a little deeper subject because mm-hmm. um, verse 44 also says, therefore, you must also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Mm-hmm. So speaking about the unexpected and stuff, mm-hmm. how do you think that we can prepare for the unexpected arrival of Jesus? I think that we need to be walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I know that when you're young, that seems like an abstract concept. So um, I think surrounding yourself with good Christian people makes a big difference trying to stay involved in God's word I know that read the Bible and prayer just pat answers but um, if you're not walking with the Lord then when those hard times come you're really going to struggle I mean I struggle with the Lord I can't imagine not having the Lord you know I don't struggle with the Lord I mean I I struggle (laughs) when I have the Lord Um, I think that strengthening our faith and that's something that never ends you're never like you don't ever reach that point where you're like okay I'm good I can put my feet up like um trying to go to bible study going to church those things matter they matter yeah um when you hit a hard time when you hit a time where you're struggling so much that nothing anyone says can make you feel better there's a a a healing that comes from the lord from his word you know I went through some struggles a few years ago even that nothing helped me other than listening to worship music and reading God's word. Truly, truly, that helped me more than any kind of medicine or any kind of anything else I could have done. The soothing comfort that came from God's word honestly got me through the hardest time right. in, in my recent life. Yeah. So I think just sticking to his word, and that doesn't mean you have to be you know, in a hardcore Bible study. Just open your Bible and read a couple of verses every day. Mm-hmm. Get a devotional book. Just something like that. Meet with a friend, check in with them, pray once in a while. I mean, it's the little things that keep you close to God mm-hmm. that helps you when you're struggling through a hard time. Definitely. And make good choices. Yes. Just <laughs> like surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Because all the devil wants is to pull you away from God, and it doesn't take much. Yeah. The world is like so tempting, mm-hmm. and like everything seems so shiny and nice, and mm-hmm. like. Um, the things that we might expect in our lives mm-hmm. might be something of the world, like 
a certain job or someone that you think you might marry or something like that. Exactly. Um, but that's just the fact might be that it's just not God's plan for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that we also have to be really careful, especially at our age, because mm-hmm. I mean, with like social media and like everything that like people our age right now is getting like roped into, it mm-hmm. can be really difficult to but I feel like that. if you know Jesus even a little bit, mm-hmm. you know in your gut what's right and wrong. Right. So you know when you see that thing on social media because all the junk is out there for you to see. Yeah. But you know. So it's a choice. Are you going to toe that line and inch into something that you know you shouldn't? When you leave Fresno Christian, you're going to come out of that little bubble. And you're going to see yeah. a lot of things. And it might seem appealing to you just for the sheer fact that you didn't have it here. Right. It doesn't mean you have to do it. That's so true. You know, just because we're labeled a Christian school, like, doesn't mean that it's all perfect and everyone's all kind and nobody gossips and everyone's friends, everything. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's definitely more of like a bubble in a way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we have to keep our guard up. And I mean, you don't have to give in to every temptation. Yeah. You know? Taking every thought captive. That's That's right. That's what it is. That's right. (laughs) Take every thought captive. And I think that also, like, Mm -hmm. um, goes back to, like, taking every choice captive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everything that's presented to you, like, oh, like was me and Amanda were talking about in the fentanyl mm-hmm. podcast last yep. week, um, you could be one message away, even on Instagram, from getting your next, like, overdose. That's right. And it's just as simple as that, but you have to take every choice captive and realize, this, is this, um, like, parallel mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the Word of God? Is that's this right. lining up with that? That's right, because a little choice will lead to the next little choice, right. and then all of a sudden you're in a big pit. It's like a dominoes effect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And you guys are really smart. I mean, you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know your stuff. You know what to do. So if you're following a temptation that you know you shouldn't, you're doing it knowingly. Right. So just be careful. That's so true. You know, because the unexpected could happen. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, and then you end up in a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. And if that does happen, just know that you can call your parents and they will help you. Yeah. <laughs> they might be mad at you, but they will help you. <laughs> <laughs> so... How did something as tragic as the loss of your mother set up blessings in the future? Well, that's what's so crazy. Because, like I was telling you, it connected me with my husband. Um, You know, I always knew I'd leave Boston, but Fresno was not on the map for me. Not even a little bit. It was going to be Paris or New York. Yeah. Uh, Paris or New York, Paris or New York. And then I meet my husband, and he's from Fresno. um, And we connected over the loss of our parents. Um, And we connected over our faith, you know, he was so so vocal about his faith You know the guys that I grew up with didn't talk the way he did and didn't live the way he did He wasn't perfect. That's for sure (laughs) But he actively chased God and that was the thing that turned me on the most about him because we're total opposites I didn't think I would fall for a snowboarder from California (laughs) like not I mean I dated, you know I won't even say but not (laughs) not his type Um, But it was such an interesting turn. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the Lord led me to Fresno. The Lord has strengthened my faith so much over the last 20 years. Um, When I look back, I can't even imagine that I would have ever been able to plan the path that my life took. Mm -hmm. But it's bonkers to think for even a minute that I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. My mom is gone. My dad is gone. My best friend and my only sister are 3,000 miles away. Mm -hmm. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. My wedding day was the happiest day of my life. How can that be? When my mom was not there with me. But the Lord makes that happen and the Holy Spirit makes that happen. And that's not just some feel-good garbage. It's real. It's real. I didn't cry once on my wedding day. 
How is that even humanly possible? <laughs> like every woman wants her mom there, right? But with the Holy Spirit, he fills those holes. Yeah. He really does. I'm still sad I still miss her. But man, what an unexpected turn. Right. To have so much peace and to have so much joy. And that is impossible without God. Impossible. That's so true. Yeah. Wow. I feel like people go their whole life looking for happiness, but mm-hmm. it's really hard for people to separate happiness from joy because mm-hmm. happiness is connected to like things mm-hmm. and circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. Yep. But joy is just eternal and mm-hmm. it's no matter the circumstances around you, that's mm-hmm. just always going to be there and it only comes from God. That's right. So that's really amazing to hear that mm-hmm. story. But people search in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. People search for relationships. People search for things. People search right. for jobs and you're not going to get any joy or peace from any of those things. That's so true. Yeah. So just a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to someone, specifically a student, who doesn't know what their next step in life is? Or maybe they're just like on a rough path. It's okay not to know. It's okay. Silas doesn't know. It's okay. Mm-hmm. My big thing is you just have to do something. Take one step forward. And if you decide that's not the right path, then you take another step in a different direction. Yeah. You just have to keep moving forward. Don't feel stuck and don't feel like you have to have it all figured out. I'm still figuring it out, you know? Yeah. So just take a step forward, find something that you want to pursue, and if you find that it's not right for you, then you switch gears. But you have to do something. Yeah. You have to do something. So take a step forward and see where that goes and give it a fair shot. That's such a good word. There was this girl at my church. Um, last year she graduated. We were having like a panel at our youth group Mm -hmm. and she asked a question. She was just like, there's this thing that I'm I'm interested in and there's also this thing I'm interested in. They're two completely different paths, two Mm -hmm. completely different states, two completely different everything. Right. She's like, I don't know which one to pursue and I'm graduating soon and I have to decide soon. I just don't know what my next step is. And the pastor that was speaking that day was just Mm -hmm. saying, do both. Just do both until God reveals one that he wants you to fully devote your life to and maybe the other thing might come into play again later like exactly just do both because God gave you both of those gifts for a reason Mm -hmm. but he's going to shine light on the one that he wants you to um, focus on and the one that you're going to spread ministry yeah and that's why it's so important to be in tune with God and walking with God so that you can recognize his voice when he leads you one way versus the other when he shuts a door when you realize it's not just what do I want but it's what does God want for me right you know I knew when I got together with my husband that no matter what anyone else said, it's what God wanted. Mm-hmm. No matter how it didn't fit into my plan, it didn't matter because it's what God wanted. And I knew that God would open that that path for me. Exactly. You know, same with your career. And sometimes, especially as a woman, you may pursue a career that you may have to put it on pause while you have kids or while they're in school, while they're young. And then, you know, your kids get older and you go back to it. Yeah. So your life will take a windy turn. So you have to have everything prepared and ready because you don't know what might come back up later. Right. That's so true. I could still end up in Paris, Aubrey. (laughs) I could. There's a chance. I'm ready. (laughs) So when life doesn't go the way we expect it in the wrong direction, Mm -hmm. how can we still have joy and trust in the Lord's plan? Because you can still learn something from whichever path your life goes. There's still lessons to learn. So even if it's a giant mistake, even if you wasted it's not a waste, but let's say you pursue something for three years and realize this is not for me. That's not a waste because you learn something from that. Mm-hmm. You learn something and you take something from everything. I feel like a lot of times young people feel that they finished college, they have to get their dream job. Right. There's not always a dream job. You know, It's hard and you may not like what you're doing, but it's going to get you to the next thing. So have an attitude of being teachable 
mm-hmm. and have an attitude of, I may not love where I am, but I'm going to learn as much as I can about it while I'm here. Right. And then take that to the next thing. Because you never know something you learn, a connection you make, someone you meet. God may have you there for a reason. And there might be something that you're going to glean from that to take to the next thing. So you don't know what's around the corner. But the Lord knows. And he has your life laid out. And he Mm -hmm. has a good plan for you. Um, You just have to pursue him. Pursue him. Don't pursue the career. Don't pursue the person. Pursue him. And then he will lead you where he wants you to go. Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, and be open to it. It may not be what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. It may not be what you want. It may not be anything on your paper. But it's going to be exactly where God wants you. Right. That's so true. And I think that, like, I think of that um, saying, like, everyone's in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. That probably also applies to, like, just places Mm -hmm. or things, jobs, um, college. It can apply to just basically anything. Exactly. Um, any th- any experience that you go through, mm-hmm. you can take a lesson away from that, right. and it's a growing experience. So. Exactly. Don't think of it as a failure. Think of it right. as I tried something, I followed my heart, and then maybe the Lord leads you somewhere else. But yeah. like I said, everything gets you somewhere. You know, when I look back on my life, every job led to the next thing. You know, everybody I met helped me along the way, and even people that I didn't get along with, I learned something from. Mm-hmm. Even jobs that I thought I hated, I I learned a skill. I learned something. You know, and that just builds you up as you go. And then the Lord will use you for his glory if you let him. Yes. You know. That's so good. So the last question I wanted to ask you was just if people who are on an unexpected road right now, how can they move forward? I say with a lot of prayer. Yeah. (laughs) I say with a lot of prayer, um, listen to your parents' advice. They've been through a lot. They know you better than anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with the right people. Because they will affirm you. They will encourage you. So if you're on an unexpected path, look at it as an adventure. Don't look at it as something negative. Try to turn it around to a positive. Because it's, you choose your outlook. You know, when I moved to California, I could have said, I hate being here. I hate that I'm in Fresno. There's nothing here. There's not one, you know, nice place to go. I miss my family. I can't believe my husband brought me here. I could have allowed the devil to sow a lot of resentment in my heart. I chose to say, God has me here. I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to build a whole new community. It's a choice. Right. It's a choice. And the Lord has blessed my marriage, and the Lord has blessed my time here. Have things always gone perfectly? No. No, life is hard. But he's faithful. Yeah. So if you're in an unexpected spot, say, what can I learn from it? I may be here temporarily. I may be here a little bit longer, but what am I going to get out of it in a way that I can use it for God's glory? So... I think your attitude and your outlook and your perspective is your own choice. So I think you have to be very proactive in looking for the good things. That's so good. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yes. um, And you're a great interviewer. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much. (laughs) This was awesome. So make sure to check out last week's podcast episode about fentanyl with Amanda. And tune in for next time when we'll have another special guest and a new topic. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Bye.